0: this is later with Lee Matthews the Lee Matthews podcast more of what you hear from News Radio 1000 KtoK Holly Foster Wells is the granddaughter of the great Peggy Lee and she's also the curator of the uh, or custodian I guess what, what's a better word for that Holly of, of the Peggy Lee estate well I think I think of
1: myself as like her archivist.
0: There you go. There you go. (laughs) And we are celebrating the 100th anniversary of the birth of Peggy Lee. Yes. And doing so with the ultimate Peggy Lee, a new collection from Universal Music, which is uh, available now. It's a a 22-track comprehensive set featuring uh, most of her hits. And we're talking about the greats, too, right? Like...
1: We're talking about fever, we're talking about I'm a woman, and it's a good day, and we are also talking about some lesser-known gems that have just withstood the test of time and just sound as beautiful today as they did when they were recorded, and we also have a special little treasure on there, uh, a never-before-heard recording of a song we pulled out of the vault, Try a Little Tenderness.
0: Uh, Did she have a hand in writing that song, or was it just one of her favorites?
1: That was just one of her favorites. Mm -hmm. Um, She didn't write that song, although we do have several songs on there that she did write, including He's a Tramp from Lady and the Tramp.
0: I imagine that a lot of people didn't realize that Peggy Lee had a hand in writing a lot of songs.
1: It is something that people don't know about her, and I love letting people know. So she was one of the very first contemporary singer-songwriters. She started writing her own songs in the 1940s. And then started her own publishing company back then. And that's the same company that I run to this day. She was really good about holding on to publishing even when things got bad. She said, you don't ever sell a song.
0: Yeah, that—that's—that's because that's, that's where the money is. <laughs> and uh, so many of her contemporaries, I imagine, uh, lost so much of their fortunes not hanging on to their publishing rights.
1: Exactly. She told me... If things well, she she told me when I was you know a little girl, you're going to be running my company one day. You'll take this over. This music is going to outlive me, and I didn't really know what she meant by that because I you know who knew what estates would become. Mm-hmm. You know, now everybody, music can live beyond the person's life, and that's what's happening. But she said, when things get tough, you can sell diamonds don't ever sell a
0: song. <laughs> Good thinking. And uh, Holly Foster Wells, granddaughter of Peggy Lee, is with us as we remember Peggy Lee's 100th anniversary and the Peggy Lee Foundation release of the ultimate Peggy Lee. Um, what was it? Well, first, let me start with so many uh, contemporaries of her era were defined by one song. Um, New York, New York, Frank Sinatra, I Left My Heart in San Francisco, Tony Bennett. And she seems to have been identified by Fever. Do you think she minded that one song kind of identifying her?
1: I don't think she minded it at all. She loved that song. And, in fact, she really made that song her own. When she heard the little Willie John version... Mm -hmm okay, I'm going to do that, but I'm going to add some lyrics to it. So she added the Captain Smith and Pocahontas verse, and she wrote the Romeo Loves Juliet verse, and she even added a bridge, that, that part, Everybody's Got the Fever. And, and she also had a hand in the, the arrangement where, you know, she had a big band in the recording studio that day, and little by little she was telling everybody to just be quiet, and she ended up just with the, with the bass and, mm. and drums and finger-snapping.
0: And uh, I've heard other versions of that song that are just embarrassing because they're not Peggy Lee doing it. I mean, I'll go ahead and say this: I heard Elvis's version, and I thought, "No, no, Elvis, that's not your song. Don't do it."
1: It's amazing how many people have covered that song, and yeah. she was flattered by that. She actually, she, she met Elvis. I was with her actually when she met Elvis, <laughs> and she was really flattered. When she was flattered with Madonna when Madonna did it. Mm-hmm. But her version seems to be the ultimate version, and I'm
0: oh, yeah. very grateful. Yeah, it's, it's sultry, I guess, is the best way to uh, to describe it. Holly Foster, Wells, granddaughter of Peggy Lee. Take us into the studio with Peggy Lee. I've read things about certain artists being uh, difficult in the studio. How is Peggy in the studio?
1: Well, she used to, people would say she's a perfectionist and she's difficult and... She said, "Well, if if wanting someone to sing the right note is difficult, then then that's what <laughs> what I am." She she wanted her, you know, she it was her name on the marquee, it was her name on the record, and she knew what she wanted. She had a vision, mm-hmm. and she had a great work ethic, and she expected that of others. Now, she definitely could be a perfectionist. She wanted it the, the way she wanted it, and so. Going into the studio with her or going you know, behind the scenes on backstage with her could be stressful and difficult, but it was also amazing. And when you would hear her sing, any of that difficulty would like, go away like, okay, I get why she, I get why she was that way. I mean, just listen to how this sounds.
0: We're talking about Peggy Lee, and uh, Holly Foster-Wells is the granddaughter of Peggy Lee, and the release of the ultimate Peggy Lee, just in time for Peggy Lee's 100th anniversary of her birth. And um, uh, Holly, uh, along those lines, um, you mentioned earlier that she had a a big hand in arranging, so I gather she could read music?
1: Believe it or not, she could not read music. Okay. Okay. Heard it in her head, Mm -hmm. and she often, when she did her songwriting and her and her arranging, she would work with other musicians. Often, she would Mm -hmm. she would do often lyrics, and then someone else would write down the music. So she would hear it, and she would hear she'd see things in her head like horses galloping, and then she'd get this beat, and she would try and explain that to her co-writer, and they would put it down on the on paper for her.
0: So it's not like while she was in the studio, she could go over to the horn section and, and start making musical notations on their, on their score.
1: Right. She didn't do that, but what she would tell them is, I want it faster, I want it more intense, I want it this way, I want it that way. She, it, was a, it was something she saw in her head.
0: Peggy Lee is who we're talking about. Holly Foster-Wells is the granddaughter of Peggy Lee. You did spend a lot of time on tour with her. Um, did she have any backstage rituals that were unusual?
1: Well, I can tell you it took her a long time to become Peggy Lee. It mm-hmm. was like a transformation. You know, during the day, we would be hanging out at the hotel or wherever we were staying, and then becoming Peggy Lee it was uh, it was a... You know, a big process, and she was very nervous because, to tell you the truth, she was an introvert, and although she loved music and loved performing, it was hard for her. So, it could get, uh, it could get tense, she could be uncomfortable, she could be nervous if there was something wrong with the theater, if she was worried about something, um, but, she did have a lot of prayer that she did before. She's very spiritual, and she had such a bond with her key musicians. They had little, little key words they'd say to each other and little funny hand gestures they'd do before they'd go on stage. So she did have a ritual. Yeah.
0: I know some of her contemporaries had favorite band leaders like Nelson Riddle and Artie Shaw, and did she have a favorite that she liked to work with?
1: Oh, she loved Nelson Riddle. Mm-hmm. She loved his... He actually did two of her albums with her, um, "The Man I Love" and "Jump for Joy." And "The Man I Love" was actually conducted by one of her dearest friends, Frank Sinatra. Oh, ah, okay, uh, that's that's that album for her.
0: Interesting. See, this is the stuff I love. As as a Peggy Lee fan, The Ultimate Peggy Lee is a new collection from Universal Music Enterprises, and it's uh, available now. A 22-track comprehensive set of Peggy Lee's greatest hits, and uh, some you haven't heard before as we celebrate the 100th anniversary of her birth. Uh, Holly Foster-Wells, granddaughter of Peggy Lee, the... Um, uh, oh, I forgot what I was going to ask. I had a thought, but I, it'll, I'll, I'll come back to it in, in just a minute. Did I read correctly at Toward the end of her life, she had some legal wrangling about the song Fever, or am I misunderstanding something?
1: You are probably thinking of the legal issues around Lady and the Tramp. Oh, there okay. Was, mm-hmm. She had a big lawsuit with Lady and the Tramp with Disney, yes, speak over home video rights. And mm. um, when it came out on home video, it was the top grossing video of the year, and she was expecting a big royalty check, and when it didn't come... They, she sued them, mm-hmm. and she actually redefined home video rights for other artists as well. So I, it was a precedent-setting lawsuit.
0: I remember it. Uh, yeah, I remember it, and it was towards the end of her life. I believe she was getting older at that time. At that yeah. point, yeah.
1: Uh, I would go to court with her every day. And that was a <laughs> it was a lot for her to go there every day.
0: Yeah, Holly Foster Wells, granddaughter of Peggy Lee, so many great memories, and thank you so much for sharing Peggy with us once more.
1: Oh, thank you, Lee. Thank you so much for celebrating your music. I really appreciate it.
0: This has been Later with Lee Matthews, the Lee Matthews Podcast. Remember to listen live to The Drive weekdays from 5 to 7 on News Radio 1000. KTOK.
1: With Lucky Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky.